This is the Copper Crab Podcast. I'm Chaney Crab. I am Naveen Copperweiss. If you're listening, you probably know that we are in a metal band. Naveen is a drummer, and I am a vocalist. And we're going on tour beginning next week with Archspire, Inferi, and Vulvodynia. The name of our band is Entheos. Uh, all right, so the tour starts April 13th in Seattle. April 14th, Portland. April 15th, Santa Cruz. Sorry if you haven't bought a ticket yet. You're fucked. SOL, You're because out it's of sold out. Yeah. A lot of these, well, some of the shows have sold out. Yeah. A- April 16th, Los Angeles at 1720. April 17th, San Diego, Brick by Brick. April 18th, Mesa. April 19th, Albuquerque, New Mexico at Launchpad. April 20th, Denver. 420 in Denver. Get your tickets to that. They're almost sold Whoa. out. We're going to be doing uh, grass. Lots of dabs and grass, whatever the kids are doing nowadays. Tobacco water show. pipes. That's right. That's what you have to call them in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> April 21st, Lawrence. Uh, April 22nd, Haltom City, Texas, which is right outside of Dallas. So for everyone who keeps messaging us and commenting that we're not playing in Dallas, Haltom is a suburb of Dallas. You should probably learn about it if you live there. True that. Just throwing that out there. Uh, Then we're in Austin on April 23rd, the 24th in Houston, 26th Winter Park, Florida at the Haven, which was the last time we played at this venue was one of the craziest shows we've ever played. Super sick show. Uh, I'm looking forward to that again. Tickets are low. That's going to sell out. Uh, April 27th, Atlanta at the Masquerade. April 28th in Spartanburg, South Carolina. The 29th in Richmond, Virginia, 30th in Baltimore, and that is sold out. So you're SOL on that one. May 1st in Brooklyn. Uh, that show just got upgraded. I don't know the name of the venue. Is Wait. it Kingsland? No, that was where it was. It got upgraded. I don't have the current date, but uh, check that out because Kingsland sold out. I think that's where it wa- was going to be. And then, yeah, now it it's doesn't upgraded. say the nude. No, fuck, oh, okay. I didn't. I don't. I forgot to write it down. Uh, oh, May second okay. in Quebec, low tickets. May third, Montreal, almost sold out. May fourth in Ottawa, low T. The fifth in Toronto, sixth in Hamatramp, Michigan. And I know that that show was pretty close to sold out a while ago at the Sanctuary, owned by Max Lang, who I grew up in the scene with in Des Moines or in Iowa. Same. May seventh, Chicago, Cobra Lounge is sold out. May 9th, Winnipeg. May 10th, Regina, Saskatchewan. May 11th in Edmonton, Alberta, almost sold out. May 12th in Calgary. 13th in Kelowna, BC. And the tour ends on May 14th in Vancouver. And then we have a probably 50-hour drive home. There you go. There you <laughs> have it. That's what Chaney and uh, myself are doing for the next month yeah. or so. Today, we're actually spending the last hour of alone time that we have because our band gets into town in one Liter- hour. Literally an hour. So, so we're, we're spending the last alone time yeah. that we have doing a podcast because we love it. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> so we've had quite a lot of stuff going on at the house as usual. Yeah. But I'm proud to say the studio is up and running. Dude, do you have a clap and button over there? we've been doing, I don't think so. And I wouldn't even be able to find it if I did. Do something else. There needs to be a celebration cheer. No, there's nothing. 
I did that like is these, the party. I need some new freaking drops. <laughs> yeah, dude. I know. Like, you also need to sucks. remember where they're at. I know. We'll we'll work on it. It's we've been so this fucking sucks. busy since we came here. It's a miracle that we're doing a podcast because you we guys keep making excuses for why the podcast sucks. So <laughs> I don't know. That's just just what it is. I read a comment from a guy that said that he something about how um our podcast we don't uh like there aren't a lot of like he wishes he could like the podcast more but we don't um because we're all over the place sometimes we talk about chipotle yeah. for too long i think right. he said. yeah he's not into the which you don't name. get it man then you don't get it i mean it just is That's what it <laughs> is it's not like our podcast is not this he in amazing informative life-changing podcast i don't know it could be i think there's some there's some aspects of it that are that's life-changing and there's some aspects of it where we just want to bullshit which that's, that's what it's for it's that's our true. podcast yeah <laughs> it's just we're hanging out and talking i'm just kidding kind I don't of care. like we normally do most all the time yeah exactly and then, so you're gonna have a lot of bs <laughs> and then every once in a while you'll have a a thing that's useful in there. That's what life is all about. The yin and the yang. True. The right. Push and the pull. You know, you gotta, yeah. you gotta have a little bit of everything to appreciate the other stuff. You gotta have the bad to appreciate the good. So you gotta have the, do you though? Cause I like, you gotta hear us good. talk about what we eat for 30 minutes. If you want to hear us talk about the important stuff, that's how we get lubed up. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we get warmed up to get to that good, important yeah, stuff. Straight up. All that sour cream. From the Mexican restaurant, lubes us up to talk about better stuff. But for real, uh, so for the first time in what years? Two years? Three years? I don't three even know. Three years? Uh, it's yeah, we're verging on three years. The last yeah. time we played a show was in August of twenty nineteen. That's pretty amazing because in Iowa, I just sat down cold and just tried to play the set. Including two new songs, which I've never even played before, apart from at the recording studio. Yeah. Though, honestly, every so time we play those good. two new songs, we do a better job about it. Yeah. But uh, I got to say, um, it's like taking it out of me. Yeah. Doing, doing, playing a set. Because I'm used to playing for like, <clears throat> first of all, I'm used to playing like for 15 minutes and just kind of doing whatever I feel like. And yeah, then just making a video. Or making something. a video of it. <laughs> So, but that you're not really being like pushed, you know, you don't like yeah. have to play these parts that are sort of harder and play a whole song or a whole, forget about a whole song, a whole freaking set. Yeah. And this is the longest set we've ever played. I mean, yeah. we have often had 45 minute slots, which is what we have on this tour, but we haven't always taken advantage of the full yeah, 45. We'll, be like, we'll just do 39. And Yeah. Uh, this time I think we're playing a straight up like 44 minute set. Yeah. It's, it's packed. Yeah. Packed. It's a great and set, it's too, fast. by the way. Yeah, it's a good one. It's my favorite set that we've ever played. It covers all of the stuff that we've written. And, you know, it, we've got a couple of new songs, which are my fucking favorite to play. They're so fun. Yeah, I'm definitely loving the set. <coughs> uh, but I will say, so we've been trying to get Excuse like me. a little more fit. We're back into our fitness. So we're like hitting the gym and then playing the set like, I don't know. A bunch of times mm -hmm. a day. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, dude. Takes <clears> it out of you. It's taking it out of me. Right now, I'm like, I want to freaking just get, lay down. Dude, me too. And That's it's like, what did we say what time it is? It's like 11 at night. Yeah, it's 11. 
Uh, and we've been, you know, it's just the endless, there's all of this stuff to get ready before you go on tour. So it's been like a huge, uh, we've been just busy. I guess that's kind it. of something worth talking about. What what do you do to get ready for a tour? Yeah, so I think we've kind of talked about it before, but uh, down to specifics to get ready to go on a tour, It all, one of the things that plans depend on is whether or not your band lives in the same place that you live. So for us... These days, it seems like they never do. Yeah, rarely. Rarely do all members live in one place. Right. So ours do not. So, you know, we had to book plane tickets a month ago, two months ago. So that's the first thing. Should we talk about who's doing the tour with us? Yeah, because I think we'll actually uh, announce this on in the through the band today when when the podcast comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so... We have two sick guitar players playing for us yeah, on the tour. Sick. We decided to bring two guitarists. Because yeah. Because one is not enough. Two no, we want to be, we want to sound super heavy live. We want yeah. two guitar players and ideally it'd be a bass player, but Evan can't tour at the moment. Yeah. So we're just, we're not really trying to find a fill in or replacement or whatever for Evan anymore because it just doesn't really work out. Yeah. And we so like playing gonna, with Evan. You know, he is gonna, he <clears throat> we do talk he does have a behind the scenes part in the band. Yeah, of course. And he obviously is on the <clears throat> the new album. And I think we'll probably talk about that, you know, through the band officially today, which is silly because we've been talking about it forever, but we'll like post it on the band Facebook along with the live oh, members the, you just mean we to talk kind about of, it on the podcast a lot. Yeah. So I mean just to like clear up what's going on with our band and who's playing live because we always want to be like honest about the whole situation transparent that's been a thing that we like to do yeah so evan's playing on the record uh he's a studio member of the band i mean that he he always has been and live we're bringing two guitar players not recorded except for dust Oh, that's true. Which you that's did true. the bass too. We've never found another person, yeah. and that was kind of out of circumstance. Probably should have just had him do that too. Yeah. Um. But so we're bringing with us Robbie Brown, who was in. He played live with Slaughter to Prevail. That's ex King of Shred. Ex. That's on King of Instagram. Shred. The King of Shred is coming with us. Yeah, he's super sick. <clears throat> we met him uh, on tour. Yeah, we met him when we were opening for White Chapel. He was playing in so this is suffering yeah so uh but cool dude and was super fired up about playing guitar for us actually hit us up he hit you and me up yeah just in, like didn't even know that we had anything booked or anything and yeah. was just like let me play guitar for you guys totally and uh i dig that if you I guys totally are trying to that. play in a band <clears throat> put the fucking pressure on that's what be I'm like, saying. Force hey, I'm trying bitch. to play with you. Because you know what? It's really, I'm not going to say that it's super hard to find members for your band. Well, first of all, it's hard to keep members when you're in a metal band of any kind or just a right. band of any kind. I think it's very hard to keep a group of five people together or four sure. people. Especially when you're just like crazy tyrants like me and Chaney. Yeah. And when you're just really off. mean. Yeah, mean. <laughs> Uh, but it's it's not hard to find people, but I do think that the challenge becomes finding people who are super fired up about going on tour. Yeah. 
And that's uh, a hard one for sure. It really is. No matter how stoked someone thinks they are on touring, what I like about <clears throat> Robbie is that he's been on hella tours and he wants to be a guitar player. Yeah. And not everyone has that quality going for them. Um, the other person that we have on guitar is Brian James, who is in Fallujah. Uh, and Brian is a fucking awesome, also yeah. <clears throat> super sick guitar player. He's taken super a lot of sick. our leads and done like cool new j things to our, our <laughs> solos. I was going to say jazzy. Yeah, he's also or, really sick. I didn't really know him very much, but we bumped into each other at the bt bam show yeah at, uh, a few months back yeah in, or, that in august like that was the before. first show that we went to yeah and then uh it was kind of weird with him because we i, I bumped into him and kind of just talked to him that night and then i was kind of like to cheney like mm, that guy's pretty cool you know i like that guy yeah he's right and uh i just planted that seed you know I was yeah. like, hey, man, I got a crazy idea. We're doing a tour pretty soon. You should come with. And I don't think he was really looking to do a tour or join a band or anything. No. But, you know, once I planted that seed, right. you know, it just started to sprout. And then after, I think I think I just casually mentioned it, mentioned it to him, and that was it. You know, I'm not going to sit there and beg anybody. Totally. And then after... <laughs> uh, not ideal. I think after like a month, he hit me back and was like, yeah, I want to do it. Yeah, so. that is so what I was kind of getting at is that I dig when people like if you are interested in playing in a band, go for it. Hit them up and know, up, know how to play their stuff yeah. when you hit them up and be like, yo, I'm I want to play your stuff. I can do this. Hit them up and send them a video. Of you send them a video it. Like, of up, you just ripping and have it be like a yeah. one angle video so you yeah. can prove that you're actually good at playing and that you yeah. can rip the set or the song at least. Because people are looking for band members all the time. And I think that, that that's a quality that I'm actually looking for in people. Because I'm like I said, it's not always easy to find someone who is super like trying to do this. Trying to do it, man. Because it's hard to be a touring musician of any kind, no matter what level select you're few. at. Select it few. It really dude. is. It takes, a, it takes a certain type. I'm somehow still around. I don't... Well... I don't know how that worked out, but I kind of do. We must be psychos. Yeah. Wow. If there's nobody, if you look around and no one's crazy, you're the crazy one. I think so. We've figured it out. We're the crazy ones. Yeah, but we're still doing it. And uh, yeah, Hell yeah, we are. For me personally, it. it's great to have some people that are super fired up about going out and... uh Brian and Robert e got together and jammed a bit. Yeah, they've been playing together. So that, you know, that was another thing that I thought was really cool. They don't even live near one another. King of Shred no, Rob, booked a plane on his own dime. Yeah. Went out there and jammed. Yeah, Rob lives in Vegas yeah, and so Brian was, lives in Sacramento. So, so stoked to play with them. They really honestly have, I've been fired up because yeah. of them like i'm naveen and i've been practicing together uh my parents came and visited and right after they left i think last wednesday or thursday we've been playing the set constantly every single day uh so it's been since working thursday. it out All right, so we've had it's been since thursday that we've been practicing yeah <clears throat> doesn't yeah. seem like that long but yeah it gets better every day totally it's and every day. i'm so stoked to go and play some shows like we were just saying it, the tour is hype 
uh, a lot of shows are going to sell out. Buy tickets. Come and see us play. Buy some merch. Support all the bands. I know this is the first. I think this is in Fury's first tour back in Arch Spires. And I don't really know. Volvodinia, maybe they've played some stuff. I think they're from South Africa. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe, That's crazy. But yeah, it's all of us. We're coming back from this crazy pandemic thing that's been happening for the past couple of years and we're just ready to play some shows rip i know i can't believe it it's been like what's funny is we started the podcast in the pandemic yeah. we haven't done a podcast <laughs> since we've i mean we haven't done a tour since we started the podcast no we haven't which is really weird i know and i'm excited to see how the podcast uh does on the road i know it's going to be hard for us to do episodes but since i'm not doing merch i think we'll have a little bit easier of a time we will probably rationalize not doing it uh i don't think we should <laughs> but if you guys buy merch go and say hi to our merch dude sam who's going to we'll be back be there ripping we'll be hanging don't get too close to him and get him sick because we have to take a negative covid test to get into the canadian border true so do not cough in sam's face or mine. Cough into your but sleeve, do damn it. Drink a little beer with me. There we go. Or give me some weed. A little beer, like a like a little. Yeah, I'll guy. take a mini one. A mini I'll beer. take a miniature one. A Just little a little beer. I'm thinking like a little shot of beer. Oh, speaking of beers, we went on one of these <clears throat> like uh, silly hay wagon rides. Oh yeah, I had so much fucking fun on that. It's like called the tractor or something. We're going to do it again when we get back because my best friend is coming to visit. Yeah. So here, like the tourists and the uh, bridesmaids, mm -hmm. they get on these. It's like a big tractor and it pulls a trailer or something. And you're in there and you're just like partying and it like drives downtown Nashville and stuff. Oh, it's so fun. And the, it was actually pretty fun. There's a like person who DJs the entire time and they're kind of like. They work for the company, but they're riling the party up. So they're like, come on, fuckers. You know, they're saying yeah. crazy shit. Oh, your boy shotgunned a beer. Yeah, Naveen shotgunned a beer. He still got it. I still got it. And your dad said that everyone else was like, they didn't they didn't kill it as much as me. Like mine was like actually empty. Like she, he said that the DJ like grabbed mine and was like, whoa, okay. Oh, yeah, my dad. The other guys were you. like a little full. However, <clears throat> that night I had a rough night, so. Nothing to brag about. Yeah, you did. Naveen was, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say where he fell asleep, but he was praying to the porcelain gods that night. Yeah, it was a bad time. You and my dad actually both had a rough time that night. But Yeah, the men were. We got you home. We got you the home. The men were not having a great night. Nope. I mean, it was I funny do, for me. I can't, if I do a shot, that's it. Like you're that's, See, my little sister, she likes to do shots of tequila, and she can do them apparently because i think when you're in your 20s there's like i remember myself doing like 13 shots of tequila oh, one night good lord but i was like vomiting all over myself it wasn't cute the one when i was shot 21 me over the edge this is a long like, time ago before i was a distinguished woman true now i'm classy yeah you got glasses so when my sister got... yeah i got glasses i'm just classy <laughs> earrings so when my sister bought Three shots of tequila, one for Naveen and one for myself and herself. Naveen and my sister both took a shot of tequila and I threw mine on the ground. That was smart because mine wound because up I am probably classy. in the ground anyway. On through, I was going to say. It, through, it, uh, 
uh, it went um, back up. It ended up on the ground through I was like trajectory. No, trajectory is not the right word. Through oh, vomit yeah, yeah. missile. <laughs> Projectile <laughs> vomit. Projectile. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's how that went. And that was a lot time. of fun though. So yeah. if you come to Nashville, go to a fucking tractor ride. Because that's a lot of fun. Although people who live here probably think that it's or that are from here probably think that it's like a complete nonsense. Well, no one here knows anything about Broadway. Yeah, because they haven't even been there. Yeah, yeah, I so I got my hair done last week because we're going on tour. So I got to go get my hair and my nails. You know, it's a whole process. Oh, of course, it's me too. If you didn't <laughs> notice. Your hair does look good, your beard. But Secret so I was talking oil. to the girl who was doing my hair. And her and the girl in the chair next to her are like best friends. And they're 22. And they were telling me, they were talking about their birthdays, their 22nd birthdays coming up or whatever. And I was like, you guys should go to Broadway because they said they've never been. And they're from Gallatin. Wow. Or no, they're from Goodlitzville and they've never been to Broadway. So the people here, I think they it's hear. It's like a 10 minute, 15 minute drive. Well, I think they hear bad things about Broadway. That and makes they sense. just never want to go. But to me, it's like, I don't know. Broadway is, it is touristy, but it's not the most touristy place I've been. Like yeah. to me, the most touristy places are Vegas and Miami. It's sort of like Vegas. It is sort My of dad like was Vegas. Like, this is more fun than Vegas. It is sort of like Vegas, but like on the strip, Vegas feels kind of um, manufactured. Yeah. You know, yeah. Miami has that same feeling on the beach. And it's like, I don't enjoy really being a tourist in those places because I feel like I'm in a place that's been manufactured for people to come and be like capitalists. I mean, that's what Broadway is for sure. You're kind of explaining it. But I think it, you, it has a bit more of I a mean, history. Did I say the right word? I don't know. I think you meant consumers. I meant consumers. Sorry, the glasses, they... It start, you start it, uh, everyone all, yeah. I'm <laughs> the glasses are shooting words at me, and I just don't know what they mean. So I'm trying to get them all out at once. Like they're streaming across <laughs> the bottom. You yeah, can because I'm off. so I'm I'm an intellectual. That's true. You're an academic. Ac yeah. Not me. Harvard grad. Not your boy. No. I'm not a big school guy. <laughs> it's not my thing. That's why you don't wear glasses. That's why I've got good eyesight. Because <laughs> you didn't have to read all those books in college. I did not have to strain my <laughs> eyes on anything that I didn't want to. Just my phone. By the way. Oh, <clears throat> you haven't shared the big news, Naveen. Yeah, looks like, uh, looks you need like, a big uh, news. You, let's get a big news. But I don't have any. Throw drops. one. Throw one. Uh, okay. Big news drop. Big news coming. Big news. <laughs> uh, it looks like your boy NK is uh, back on. <laughs> Dude, the way you said that. <clears throat> oh, it looks like your boy. It looks like um, I've got an iPhone 12 mini. <laughs> it does look like that. It looks like the flip phone has not been turned on in a week. <laughs> Uh, so I decided, yeah, like going we took, on tour. We went over, did you notice that when we went over to Evans, 
his daughter was bummed that you didn't bring the phone. Yeah, because she likes to play with the phone. She was like, she brought up your phone. She's like, you got your phone? Yeah. <laughs> she didn't know that you switched. And then I was like, no, nah, I got one of these. And she's like, she kind of knows those are like out of bounds. Yeah, I think. she doesn't like them. Well, she probably she can't hasn't mess been with able it. to yeah. use one. So she knew that was out of bounds. She's like, yeah, right, she's like oh. And I was like, I'll bring it for you next time to play with. But and she was like, Mabine. Yeah, but I How got dare you. an iPhone 12 mini. And this thing, let me tell you what, after using a flip phone mm-hmm. for five months or whatever, it's legendary. <laughs> it's freaking I love legendary, this. dude. I wish that someone would go and splice all the times you've talked about your flip phone and how superior it is and now no, no, no. get this. No, 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 no. If you were to go back and listen, you would hear me say that smartphones are too good. And that's why I don't want to use one. True. I said that it was akin to heroin, which is probably a good thing. If you do heroin, it probably feels really good. Yeah. So I never said that they were not cool. I said they're too cool. Yeah, you did. You're right. You're right. And I'm addicted to it. Yeah. However, they're really cool. And I'm not about to go on tour without a smartphone. Straight up, dude. Yeah. How could you do that? That would freaking suck. And the thing is, you know what? Because you know what? You also want to go and like, I'm going to be, not that I was going to go without an iPhone, but I don't like have the, to set up a bunch of stuff like the musicians in the band do. I mean, I am one of the musicians, but I use my voice and they use instruments. They use external instruments that I don't use. (laughs) So I don't really have to set up a ton of stuff. So I have all of this time to go and find some coffee. And I'm going to need Google Maps to do that. Exactly. Exactly. But the thing that I've realized coming away from it for a while, mm-hmm. which I recommend, by the way, to everybody. Yeah. I think everybody should do three months. For I think I did about five. No, no uh, smartphone. Yeah. Because... When you come back, you're like, this is actually the coolest thing that you can own. That's true. There are so many things (laughs) that it's wrapped up into one little package. So many things. You like, I mean, I was thinking I paid, uh, it's a 12, so it's not the newest one. I just bought it on eBay. It was like 500 bucks. And I was like, this thing is worth like 10,000 bucks. Yeah. 10,000 bucks. That'd be a, probably a good deal. I know. For what it does. Isn't that insane? It's like an amazing camera. Absolutely incredible. It's got a fucking GPS on there. It's got, I mean, anything you could think of. It's got video editing software. Yeah. It's got it's the insane. ability to promote anything that you do. Oh, you can totally. sell things on there. You can yeah. buy things on there. You can get things sent to your house in a day. See, my, uh, another one of my gripes, though, was that the phones are too big. But I didn't realize they made a little mini one again. Oh, yeah. So there I've got go. the like original size one. It's freaking awesome. Yeah. So I totally love it. And I loved, still love the flip phone. And I love taking a break. And guess what? I'm going <laughs> to do it again. Maybe I'll do like one month a year. Yeah, that's probably no a good idea. smartphone, little detox. Mm-hmm. Because I'll tell you what, dude, coming back. I'm not like bummed about it at all. I'm just like, this is great. Another thing I wanted to say, we, we live in like a smartphone, a post smartphone world. 
The voice buster is fond to that? I've already heard you say that a bunch. So. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. uh, The silence was for impact. Oh, okay. So the thing is. Is that, did you learn that from TED Talks? No. I don't know where I learned it. But (laughs) you think, oh, let me, if I, if I spend less time on my phone, I'm going to be like more connected, right? The thing that you don't realize well, I guess you probably a lot of people probably do realize this, <laughs> but I'm not I'm more can I feel more I feel less lonely with the phone on me. And I know no, that people duh, say, Naveen. "Oh, it makes you Naveen. lonely Naveen. and all this stuff." Duh. Why wouldn't you feel less lonely? Because the prevailing thought is that social media and smartphones make people feel lonely. I know what you mean, but here's the thing. Addiction so try addiction there's having a phone and then there's being addicted to your phone. It's like we were saying earlier, everything in whatever the word is. Yeah, but we're not moderate with the phones. Like, I know. There's no, that's the thing. It does so many tasks. It's not possible to be moderate with it. Yeah, it is. It's not. Not really. I think it is. Not really. Because. I need a calculator. Boom, phone. I want a flashlight. Yeah, Boom, I think phone. I think I most, imp- Boom, most importantly, at- most importantly, the moderation is like in dealing with social media specifically. Yeah, because every other part of your phone is pretty useful. Social media so is the social media. Social media can be useful, but I think that as far as using everything in moderation, the part of your phone that that really applies to is social media because that is what has the greatest impact on your mental stability and the way you're connecting with everyone yeah. else the way but that I you're dealing I'm, with the reality i'm starting to wonder it does it really matter because you know there's like oh there's the social dilemma documentary and we're all gonna be depressed and fucked because of social media or whatever but i'm like a 36 year old dude and i'm not it actually doesn't bother me i just and think it never really did but it i just, but i think that you're one case it does bother certain people there are some people right. who I just said that I'm I personally am yeah. a 36 year old man yeah. and I grew up without social media. Mm-hmm. So honestly, it doesn't really bug me. It's just if it if I start getting annoyed by social media, I just close it. Yeah, but I think that that just doesn't apply to everyone. So I think that for a lot of people, social media is actually a problem for yeah. you. It's not, but you're good at using it in moderation. So I, think so. I, I don't think that everyone is good at that. And I do think that it has a negative impact on people's he- mental health or the way that they view themselves. And that for a lot of people, it would be useful to take a break, take a break from those type of things. And I think that that is really the part of your phone that can deteriorate your mental well-being. Yeah, absolutely. I don't really think that other Maybe playing like games too much has an impact on you, but even still, you're. I think that there's a benefit to playing a game, more of a benefit to playing a game than like being on Facebook all the time. Yeah, I, I get it for sure. But I know what you're saying. It's not really a problem for you, so it's, you know, that's why you were able to give up your phone for yeah. a certain I mean, amount I, of time. And I still did use my old phone at home sometimes at night yeah but you're you're on social media or just on your phone in general a lot less than a lot of people yeah 
But I will say there is a huge difference, even that, in having your phone at home on airplane mode with the Wi-Fi. Yeah. And having it on you all the time. Yeah, totally. It's like a total difference. But I do try to draw the line. No checking social media in when I'm in public. Like that's just yeah. Or I'm not going to be sitting at a restaurant looking at freaking Instagram. Don't yeah, just do um, that's something I like to do on the couch. Yeah. Or if you're out, if you're like with friends or family, I think it's a little yeah. like let's not be on our phones all the time. Let's See, talk. That, that's not really my problem. My problem is. I'll like think of something that I want to look up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. You know, like, oh, I wonder if they make that. Like, I'll just think of some type of cable or something and like want to go on Amazon and see if it exists. Totally. And I think that just <laughs> through you using your your flip phone, there are other things. There are other parts of our lives that have been so integrated. Like during yeah. the pandemic, it became even huger of a thing for restaurants to use QR code menus. There you go. Or to get into Planet Fitness, you ha- you went through a whole ordeal to get just the old school tag. Like it took you a day to get that. I know. So well, there are there. The person are, was nice and yeah, one for me. Yeah, the person was being really nice. So there are so many parts of living in the modern world. That's what I'm saying. That just you kind of have to have a phone now. You have to. Even my grandmother got a phone and I never thought I would see her yeah. have one. But it's, you know, the the world, the outside world is just so integrated into the cell phone world now. Yeah. That I guess the point that I'm trying to make is I think it gets unfairly demonized yeah i feel you because when you take a break from it for a while it sort of just turns the phone back into what it is in your mind it's just like a a device to do stuff on yeah but i think if you spend too much time attached to it like i've had a smartphone for, for what the whole time we've been together that's like 12 years I've had a smartphone that whole entire time. Yeah. And have never taken any substantial time away from it. Ever. Yeah, totally. So I think people just are starting to forget that it's just this cool device meant for doing cool stuff. Yeah. It's not this really serious um, world that uh, that's... I, gotta, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is don't like live in that world. Like I'm living in this world and that thing is making my this world cooler yeah that's why everything is better in moderation yeah that is what it comes down to it's you you have to use the phone for what it is and not get sucked into the addiction of what a phone can be like keep in mind that it's a phone yeah like you hear this all the time right people saying oh people are only posting their best stuff on instagram and it looks like well of course that's what you're doing of course, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to post the coolest stuff, right? And that's what people that I follow, you know, influencers or content creator people, they're posting their coolest version of whatever they it is they do. And you're, yeah, duh, I want to see that. I don't want to see them just doing, walking down the street, doing nothing. Of course. So I think that that's not a bad thing. Yeah, I don't really see it as being a bad thing. I just feel like I hear that so much. 
that social media is like toxic and all this stuff. Well, it's if you use it too much, for sure. I think that it it is toxic for some people. Yeah. Totally. It's I'm just, just saying for it's me, a, I guess I have a new perspective on the way that Totally. I, I mean, I think that what you're getting at is that everyone could benefit from get, ma- gaining that perspective, but that's not Yeah. You have to get there in order to do it. Yeah. But I don't at the same time I agree with you on the other hand too that a lot of people aren't actually addicted to social media. There are a lot of people yeah. who are, but a lot of people aren't. So it is probably overblown in the way that, you know, I think that honestly, it's probably more detrimental for kids who, I think who so. grew up with I, I phones. So. Yeah. And I am I seeing in, in friends that we have who have kids, like they won't let their kids get on a phone. I think that's a good idea. So I, I do too, because I, the the having phones in i didn't get a cell phone i think until we were actually together i didn't have a cell phone until hey did you had a blackberry okay yeah an iphone i didn't have until a few years after we started dating but i didn't have a cell phone until i was maybe 19 or 18 years old so well even then it like sucked yeah but imagine <laughs> I mean, just, just to imagine having that in school throughout school think of that would be weird or just, you know, kids can send like naked pictures to each other Not a good and thing. stuff, you know, I don't it or just, you know, being sucked into that. And then I would imagine that the like social media thing can really get to yeah. you. But at the same time, there are really young kids who have made millions of dollars off of social That's media. So Smart it's like kids. this double edged sword where you can really greatly benefit from it. You can do all kinds of things with the internet, whether you're in a band like we are or selling t-shirts or, you know, you can run a successful business of anything or use it to heighten your restaurant, get more people to your restaurant. You can use social media for all of these great things, but there is the, the part where I think that it could fuck with like a, a kid's brain if they don't know how to use it correctly. Like if they don't have the boundary yeah. of over here is social media. That's right. one thing. Right. And then over here is the real world. Yeah. Right. When those totally. things get blurred, I think you're going to have problems. I absolutely agree because yeah, I wonder if they're what they're doing about that. If they're doing anything about that in schools, like teaching kids, probably not probably because not school because, doesn't teach yeah kids any fucking useful thing at all i was just saying this to naveen yesterday like wouldn't have it would have been great if like all of the classes in middle and high school were elective type classes like i wrote for the newspaper in school but then i took chemistry which i totally sucked at and i've never used anything to do with chemistry since the day i left that class right so (laughs) Who is it really benefiting to send kids through a bunch of class? Most people know what they want to do when they're fairly young. I sure did. Me too. And you could kind of like carve your way out. You you could carve your way out through these classes that you could take in high school as opposed to taking, you know, English. Yeah, I think it's a bad... I mean, I think... It probably was developed, obviously I don't really know what I'm talking about, I'm just speculating, but it was developed in a time where people didn't have that much much access to information. Yeah. So they wanted to give people a chance to 
learn. Mm-hmm. And which is a pretty um, groundbreaking idea. But now, I don't know, man. I mean, there's like so much info out there. I know. And everybody's so connected. It's just, I don't know. School to me just seems like a huge waste of time. Me too. That's why I didn't go. It seems like kids would be better off just learning stuff on YouTube. (laughs) I'm serious. You can learn anything. Getting a job, like real world experience. I know that sounds crazy. Well, you're going to make a kid work. I'm not like saying to make child labor by any means. No, I'm just saying that I think that would be a a better way for a kid to learn about who they want to be in the world than sitting in a class and being forced to like get up at the same time every day and go to this like mind numbing class situation for four fucking years when they know what they want to do. Or if you don't want to learn, if you don't want to learn something, learning it is not possible. Yeah. This is also, I think that any kid who wants to be a scholarly type should have that. Yeah. Should be able to do that. They're going to do that. Should have the opportunity to go to like a regular high school. If you want to do that, do it. But there's something wrong with the way that education has been forced upon every single kid in the United States like they're the same person. It's terrible. But, you know, I do think that elementary school is super beneficial elementary school is great i you need to learn to read and write and do simple math and but you could use all of these things like and learning basic social skills i mean like yeah getting along with kids totally that kind of stuff but that's a good thing why did i not know how to like if i ran my own business why did i not know how to file those taxes when i got out of high school because i'm expected to do that right away or how to save money wouldn't that be great if someone told you how to like figure out if you want credit how to use credit to your benefit how to save money yeah what to invest money in don't all of those things seem like a better idea than than learning about like that vinegar and baking soda make a volcano yeah i I think it's madness for sure but uh (sighs) That's definitely my opinion. I'm pretty extreme in that one, though. I'm uh, I'm way out there. Yeah. But I'm we should go get the band. There too. Yeah, we've got to go get the band. But uh, we're stoked to see you guys on tour. The next episode that comes out will be the night that we're playing Seattle. So go see Damn. Primordial Atrocity after our show. I'm going to. I'm going to drink some beers in Seattle. Watch metal. Hells to the yeah. Have a good week, um, you guys. Yeah, we're super stoked. Love y'all. We're going to actually, I always say we'll see you guys next week, but, but we're we gonna are going to see you next week. Come and say hi if you listen to the podcast. Yeah, we want to yeah. hear about it. All right, peace, motherfuckers. Love y'all. Have a good week.